It's a sad day when I can hide from my pain in pop music. True fucking that. What better place to hide than in the middle of an 80-piece symphony consisting strictly of one instrument? Those guys know how to play the titular instrument. And name that instrument. Trumpets. Jason Derulo. The drums, they swing low. And the trumpets, they go. And the trumpets, they go. And at this point, he's breaking my heart because we've done two Jason beats, and I have heard exactly zero Jason Derulo's. He's trying to distance himself for something, which is a sadness. And look, I get it. Like this is this is not like a soulful. The Jason Derulo brand is kind of soulful. It's like a Hey Girl kind of brand. Yeah, I want to get at you. This is more like a, a fucking OK Go style. I mean, I don't mean that. I don't mean that because that's that's awful. There's a lot of good things to say about this song, man. Like the trumpets themselves, they're, they're good. I like them. The, the beat is super loose. Like it feels like a chilling out on a Sunday afternoon. I think this is probably a great song to end an album on. Agreed. You can't walk away from it feeling like you didn't get your money's worth. And another way of saying that is it's a great song to like end a night on. Yeah. And I like the R&B squeaking that Jason Derulo does. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm all about this song. It took me, I would say, one and a half listens to get into it, but I think this is a, a hell of a jam. I think you're absolutely right. It has great, it, it's a mix of high energy, but also like, we can end on this. I think the lyrics, unfortunately, are pretty dumb. Is it weird that I hear trumpets when you're turning me on, turning me on? Is it weird that your bra remind me of a Katy Perry song? Is it weird that your eyes remind me of a Coldplay song, Coldplay Oh, dude, check it out. The guy likes Kanye West, the guy likes Katy Perry, and he likes Coldplay. The coldest of plays. Yeah, so what, what about the lyrics in particular? Body Part X reminds me of a Y song, as the entire gist is not only unoriginal, but also doesn't resonate with me. Like, I, I don't know how something can remind you of a Katy Perry song, basically. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. We have talked at great length about associating bras and Katy Perry songs. I'm going to give that to him. Okay, the Katy Perry one. Okay, I, I literally can't think of anything that reminds me of a Coldplay song. Being really bored. Craftwork, I guess. Yeah. Look, I get that you're not on board with the lyrics. They are goofy and dumb. But I think what makes Jason Derulo as a brand work is that he is super comfortable with being a goof. He can just turn it on. He can be kind of dorky and cool at the same time. This is the guy who, who sampled one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, Hide and Seek by the Imogen Heat. Mm-hmm. And made that kind of like a super dumb song that I hate. He, he's got that brand where he's doing like the whole soulful thing. But he also has shit like this and Wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. He is just so comfortable. He's like a chameleon. He just like slips into it. Here's a dumb song about trumpets going all the time. And these guys in the video are just going, to quote Jason Derulo, going ham sandwich with these trumpets. This works because he's not really that serious about it. 
And I believe it. I believe in Jason Derulo. He's like Christian Bale. He just slips into any situation. Yeah. He is the American psycho of pop music. And the video reflects that too. Yeah. Video is awesome. This is a video that is in a strange and happy medium place between silly and sexy. The, the first 30 seconds where it's just like, I'm Jason Derulo. I'm essentially auto-tuned. I'm on this bed and this girl's kind of like writhing around. She, she walks out of the mist. Out of the mist. She walks out of the fog bank in, into the room where Jason Derulo is sitting on his bed under a poster of Jason Derulo. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, who who is not sleeping under a poster of Jason Derulo these days? <laughs> Anyways, I was like super bummed by the first 10 seconds. I was like, man, I know where this is going. It's going to be awful. I had exactly the same thought. And then he just like completely fucking breakdancing head flip on this thing and it's just like i'm trying to do my thing but you guys keep just jumping in here and just wailing on these trumpets and you're not even like playing them for real you're just like one-handed trumpet other hand is like you're fucking riding a fucking bronco and it's a rodeo time it's not even close to looking like they're playing the song they're just fucking lying on their backs doing a soccer bicycle kick i loved every second of it i thought this was conscious or otherwise this was the the absolute perfect subversion of what i expected from this video given the first 20 seconds of it also he has some sparkly fucking pants which is a thing that fucking sophomore year adrian would have been as jealous as fuck for and which 24 7 eric is all about is when he's in like that alley and he leans forward and it's like oh my god he's gonna fall over but he doesn't it's like how do you dance like that motherfucker can dance a little bit people say that about me sometimes motherfucker can dance a little bit they are incorrect (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait a second man you invented a whole dance you are the progenitor of an american dance craze you can't decount your own prowess decount that's a, a very special word that i say when i mean discount <laughs> it's very special it's like an after school special it's so special speaking of special and things that are not correct at all i gotta talk about florida georgia line with their hit and i put a hit in as many quotes as i can possibly muster dirt is the world's first power ballad about topsoil and it is awful i assumed when i started listening to this song that it would be more metaphorically about dirt i guess and something that i actually appreciate about this song is it is completely unironically actually about dirt the topic is dirt it's also about not putting enough down on your house because let me tell you 10 percent down on a house You'll be paying that off for years and years and years. 20%. I'm telling you right now. 20% down, kids. If you can't do 20%, don't buy a house. Thanks for the financial advice. Are, are, are we good? Can we move on to the song? Okay, yeah. So this song, I hated it. You think it is blank. I, I like the fact that there is a song that is literally about dirt. It's actually <laughs> people who think dirt is interesting and fun on the motherfucking top 40. That- Think about this. You listen to the song, and they're all about, like, you know, you put your hands in it, you want to dance in it, and I'm like, put your hands on them, scratchy pants on them. And I immediately made a beeline for, for Flint Flossy. Now ride that Jeep. 
fucking Flint Flossie is my favorite rapper. He is my favorite rapper. Speaking of favorite things, this video. People fall in the dirt. People get dirt on their clothes. No, they don't fall in it. They fucking, they love it. They are like, oh, I accidentally fell in the mud. No, you were, you knew what you were doing. And it is just not all right. I'm not a clean freak, but they've got some weird sexual thing going on with the dirt. I'm right now watching a scene where they're shoving it into each other's mouths so i can sort of see what you're saying yeah it's, it's like it's like the world's shittiest wedding it's like instead of cutting the cake and putting it in in your partner's mouth you just say here is dirt it tastes awful and it will ruin your teeth also there are no guests <laughs> well that's that's my dream wedding it's just fucking dirt you want to get married okay here's some fucking cake let's call this dirt cake <laughs> call the, the fence our friends say i do <laughs> Want some motherfucking cake? No, man, I don't want the cake. You want the cake? I want the cake. Put the cake in my mouth. Put it in my mouth. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just Eric here. I just wanted to let you know that Adrian has gone off at the deepest of ends right now. I'm sorry about all of this. I'm also more sorry about our next jam. Do we have to talk about Pitbull? Is that required? We gotta talk about Pitbull. I'm sorry, no, we don't. You know what? Let's not say a thing about Pitbull. Let's talk about this next song. It's called Fireball by Mr. Worldwide, featuring John Ryan. And Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. Mr. Worldwide to infinity. <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell them, tell them, baby, 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 I tell her, baby, 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 I'm a fireball. Fireball. Let's talk fireball. Okay, first of all, Pitbull. We got fucking... I feel like we need, we as a culture need to address the Pitbull situation. It's a real problem. Pitbull. All right. So here's, I think I get what Pitbull is. Pitbull is kind of an over-the-hill kind of guy. 45. Maybe. But here he is, and I feel like Pitbull believes that he is a shark in every sense of the word, especially the part where if he stops swimming, and by swimming I mean being really dumb, that he will die. I think Pitbull is convinced that if he does not make another banger in the next 20 minutes, bad shit will happen to him. It's like Crink. Yeah, actually, you are, oh my god, that is probably the single best description of Pitbull that could be mustered. So you're saying that like he's living from hook to hook, basically. Yeah. He's a fucking riff addict. How else can you explain the past six months in Pitbull? We had Timber. I have him like Miley Cyrus clothes off, working in bras and thongs. Which is identical to this song in basically every way. That may or may not be true, but if you want to say that this song is identical to another song, here's where you gotta go. I think that to the pessimist, this song is the worst ever version of Rapper's Delight. I need to hear this theory. But, 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 <laughs> but, to the optimist, this is the best ever version of Shaka Ron. Shaka Ron. Shaka Ron! Oh, yeah! Sell some, yo, macaron. Yeah, macaron. No, Shaka Ron. Shaka Ron. Shaka Ron. Shaka Ron. motherfucker gets gets Nicki Minaj at the end of Anaconda Syndrome and just starts throwing words out like they are literally worthless. Cause as the world turns, y'all boys gonna learn that this go right here don't play. <laughs> and every, after every line, it's that, ha ha, gotta not do that. Other things you gotta not do, pretty much this entire video, 
especially the part towards the end where it becomes Tex Avery meets Jessica Rabbit. This may be the worst possible thing you could do in a video. The 3D bulgy eyes, Roger Rabbit tongue. It's the fucking worst. Literal jaw droppers. All it's missing is that you're already... It's all it's missing. <laughs> I'm so fucking sad about this video. And like, I love like that kind of 1940s, 50s-ish club. Million. Yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like that Buena Vista social club kind of look it's got going on. But it's also like, it's a lot of pit bulls. <sighs> and I don't think I like it when pit bulls on the screen because I get weird. And like, if I had kids, I would put them away and say, don't look at the pit bull. Don't look at that. It's pit bull again. Close your eyes. <laughs> the pit bull cometh. Actually, I, I shouldn't say that because he makes he makes a similar... I didn't mean to make a pun. He made a pun that he should not have made. I saw I came, I conquered. Or should I say I saw I conquered, I came. <laughs> made a song he should not have made. He made a life he should not have made. The end. Pitbull. Pit fucking bull. <laughs> that is the name of my Pitbull biography. <laughs> he made a life he should not have made. The Pitbull story. It's time for a fucking detour. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, Can we move on? All roads lead from this shitty, shitty room that is Fireball by Pitbull featuring John Ryan. Unfortunately, it leads us straight into the Marianas Trench because that's how roads work. <laughs> and what lives down there, the monster that is Limp Biscuits Nookie. From 1999. <laughs> I, I was down with Limp Biscuit for one calendar year, and that was while I was in the seventh grade. And I was a total dick in seventh grade. I was living hell to my seventh grade math teacher. I remember it had to be 99 because I was all like, what's the deal about like the 2000? Like, why is everyone getting so excited about it? He's like, no, it's got three zeros in it. Like, it's kind of a big deal. And I was all like, yo, my dad's weight has three zeros in it. And I don't celebrate that. <laughs> And that was the year I was big into Limp Biscuit. So yes, it makes sense. This is a 1999 jam. Good job, 1999 Eric Peterson. Back in the day, before Carson Daly was a Los Angeles disc jockey, he was on a cable network called The Music Television, and they ran a show around 4 p.m. on the weekdays called The Total Request Live, in which you could call in and either say you wanted to watch The Backstreet Boys or Limp Biscuit. Those are the two choices. And you could tell who your friends were based uh, based on which of those two songs they wanted to win. You you broke up with certain friends. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be fair, one could see one not being friends with people on the basis of either of either one. Oh, is is limp Bismarcky a thing? Holy motherfucking shit! Let's Google this right now. Limp Bismarcky. Just a Fred. Okay, <laughs> it is a thing. Here's the thing about Nookie. Limp Bizkit is maybe the foremost representative of my least favorite kind of music in the entire world. Do you know what it's called? I called it Broternative. Is that not the name? Oh, oh my god, that is so good. Do you know what it's actually called? What is it called? It is called New Metal, which is spelled N-U-Metal. Good job, guys. But Broternative, I'm not going to argue with that. I don't know if I'm off base, but I would put Blink-182 and 311 and Third Eyed Blind all in the same group a massive cartel of broternative this was sort of the reason that i didn't listen to the radio when i was this age at the time i thought of nirvana as the same thing yeah. clearly in retrospect broternative is nothing more than a cancerous growth on the surface of grunge grunge itself not having been that great an idea 
but there's a sort of top 40 film that formed like on the top of a cup of coffee that's been left out for three days yeah it, it, it grew and grew it spawned new people look let me tell you about current day fred durst all right okay. current day fred durst plays the call of duty online and streams it and talks about how he wishes everyone would just kind of like hang out on the map and put away their rifles and just like chill on the map and how fred durst plays hardcore mode and fred durst has a lot of really interesting ideas he's like a guy at a party that'll corner you to be fair i think he gives a pretty decent performance in nookie you so believe that he is this washed up nobody that has no idea about how he is a total sucker. You totally believe it. He totally sells that. He's wearing a fucking poofy jacket. It's exactly right. It's exactly 1999. And it's an exactly Limp Bizkit. And that was exactly the year that the backwards red fitted baseball hat was kind of a thing. It was the peak. Peak, I'm just going to go ahead and remind us that peak maintains a relative maximum, not an absolute maximum. If you want absolute maximum, you got to go to our next jam, I think. Well, I can't lie. That I can't deny. That it's T.I. <laughs> Hi. Uh, hello, Chartstoppers audience. I'm in the market for a new co-host because this one is fucking garbage. If you would like to do this with me every week, please do. Because this is insufferable. Anyways, T.I., no mediocre. No, bad bitches only, ain't no mediocre. No, don't want no mediocre. I won't hit no mediocre here. Bad bitch, stuntin' on a mediocre. Oh, on a mediocre. You stand on a mediocre. Seven, big, big bitch, you with me. And none of mediocre. From they head to they tongue. They so far from mediocre. Right hand in the air. Solid swell. I never fuck a bitch if she don't do her hair no more. And you don't get no dick if it's a push down there. Girl, I should see nothing but pussy when I look down there. He come fuck with a nigga, what better to do? He call him that how you doing? Tell him better than you. Yeah, I'm kicked back with four pieces like a Kit Kat. Me fucking if you ain't a dime, just forget that. Pretty face, fat ass, if she don't have. And one of these, well, I think I pass. I just handed her the key to a new dry jam. When she took it, I took it back. You should have asked for a being that mediocre bitch. It's kind of like the final boss battle for all the guys we've seen before on Chart Stoppers. It's got mustard on that beat. Whom I like to call Tummy Scratch. Yes, aka Tummy Scratch. It's got Iggy Is. Party wanna lay it down on Iggy, Iggy. And Director X. No way, man. Whom we last saw, I believe, with Black Widow. I got a couple of things to say about the song. Dig it. Tummy Scratch. He's building a reputation for the fucking yelling in the background. His whole thing is people saying, Hey! 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 In the background. Do you suppose that he has like a stable of trusty bros to do this yelling i gotta say your obsession with bros is becoming a bit troublesome we've had bros with problems we've had i forget what you called limp biscuit already because that is how, how quickly limp biscuit leaves my consciousness bro alternative which i gotta say is a is a fantastic portman bro <laughs> this has been chart stoppers we'll see you next week okay okay there's a couple more other things I want to say about the song. Okay. This is this is like a case study in why rap is considered misogynist. Uh, but it's so good. It's so good. I'm not going to listen to you defend the lyrics. Okay, no, no, The no, motherfucker no. has flow. It's fucking fine. Compare, okay, so compare this to the other muscle on that beat we did, which was Jeremy with Don't Tell Him. Fucking like no other. Don't you tell him what we do. I feel like this song, I, 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 going to save this into a thing where it gets recorded and i can't take it back 
I feel like in this song, T.I. is being respectful of the women that he says are no mediocre. Motherfucker, I got a goddamn fucking list here. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, God. Right, I, you know what? I, I deserve this. Carry on. I ain't ev- never fuck a bitch. She don't do her hair. All right. You know, I, I feel like I'm still, like, not guilty. I should see nothing but pussy when I look down there. Which he does a really disgusting hand gesture oh, for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the whole, the whole uh, kind of, like, dig in with the claw and spread them right. kind of motion was not all right he sounds like a like a really boring boss or like a dad from the 1950s i should see no toys on the floor of your bedroom when i come back in 25 minutes or i want to see these tps reports on my desk in the morning i should see nothing but pussy when i look down there <laughs> all right motherfucker has purely superficial qualifications but then he says things like menage a venti because he wants to get with 20 and i'm like you know what if y'all were taking ti seriously y'all were fucking up <laughs> also this video because T.I. does not know how to use a phone. Not even a little bit. I guess he's a millennial or something. Even when he's like pretending to be on the phone, he doesn't know how to hang up a phone. He, he doesn't know how to do it. He takes it off of his ear. He flips it upside down <laughs> and then he throws it in the garbage. That's how T.I. thinks you hang up the phone. That phone must have been mediocre. I'm sorry. Edit that out. We'll see. I like how it, it constantly shows you the time and place like it's an episode of Law and Order The Favela. Until the very end of the video, it shows 0 colon 0 0 a.m. slash p.m., which, to be clear, is not a time. It's not a real time. Or, or is this song a commentary on I I tried. I really I, I really fucking tried, man. <laughs> I want to hear where you were going. Were you going somewhere? No, I I tried, but it's a, it's just a song about how TI will only fuck yeah. the baddest bitches. Yeah. Anyways, I do like this song actually. I think it flows well. I think TI is kind of in it to win it. Say what you will about its world outlook, but I think this is a song you can listen to and enjoy. The flow is top notch. The misogyny is also 100%. It's in top form. I'm really fucking tired of Director X at this point. So what is it about Director X that that doesn't work for you? He's got these giant panning shots, and he overlays it with Helvetica Bold, (laughs) like you're you're watching a David Soderbergh film or something. But it's still just images of excess. Like, it's just just a fucking rap video shot in this incredibly cinematic style. Was novel the first time I saw it, but I'm tired of it now. I don't know. I mean, like, T.I. is hanging out in the favelas. He's playing soccer. He's got a, a standard for women, which is above middling. I hope you record a cover of the song called Above Middling. I'm going to take a massive leak. Hold up. I have to take 500 leaks.